0: not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at
2: SeventhGeneration.com. Hello, this is Monica Reinable, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about nutrition during the postpartum period with registered dietitian, Melissa Mitri. Moms who have just given birth have been through a lot, and a lot is needed from them in the weeks and months following childbirth. Postpartum moms need good nutrition to support their healing and recovery, and for mothers who are breastfeeding, their diet also has a direct impact on their baby's health and growth. Joining me today to talk about the special nutritional needs of postpartum moms is registered dietitian Melissa Mitri. Melissa specializes in nutrition counseling for busy moms, helping them move away from restrictive fad diets and find more sustainable ways of meeting their health goals. Welcome to the podcast, Melissa.
1: Monica, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love your podcast and I'm so excited to have this
2: conversation with you today. Me too. I've been looking forward to this. So before we dig into this topic, Melissa, tell us how it was that you came to focus specifically on moms in your nutrition practice and counseling. Well, since becoming
1: a mom myself, I have two young boys, and with that, and also seeing a lot of other women around me becoming moms, I found that it became so difficult to take care of yourself, um, even if you previously prioritized your health. Um, I see how common it is to start to eat mindlessly, eat out of stress, and skip meals because of the erratic schedules and adjusting to motherhood in general. So I'm very passionate about helping moms to know that it doesn't have to be that difficult, that there are simple ways to continue to take care of yourself as a mom. And particularly in the new new motherhood period where you are focusing so much on your baby, but knowing that it's so equally as important to take care of yourself. And that's how you're going to have the energy to better take care of your baby.
2: Absolutely. So how long does that postpartum phase last? What is that considered to be? How many months after childbirth?
1: Yes, yeah, so I think a lot of us tend to think of the postpartum time as maybe only six weeks because we have that that six week postpartum visit with our doctor, and then often after that, we don't have that much support and but really, postpartum period is at least a year or two after having your baby because mm. it takes a good amount of time to to recover and to you know replete your nutrients and to adjust back to your usual pre-baby self.
2: And why is nutrition so important during this phase?
1: So it helps you to recover more quickly after having a baby and to replenish any of the nutrients that you may have lost during childbirth and also during pregnancy as well provides you with the proper energy that you need to take care of your baby. Anyone that's a new mom knows that you need a lot of energy to take care of your baby, especially if you are losing sleep. So it's so, so important to have good nutrition. And then also there is some research on the role of good nutrition-specific foods in reducing your risk of postpartum depression and anxiety and just helping with your overall mood as a new mom.
2: And then of course, for moms who are breastfeeding, their nutrition is going to have a direct impact on their baby's nutrition.
1: Absolutely. Yes. It's very, very important. And there are specific foods which we'll discuss that can help make more nutritious breast milk and be
2: able to provide your baby with all of the important nutrients that they need. Exactly. So you've highlighted five nutrients that are particularly important to pay attention to during this time. And these are all nutrients that serve important functions, but they may also be ones that we're more likely to fall short on if we're not paying attention. And the first one that we're going to talk about is iron. Why is iron so important right now during this time?
1: So, your iron needs remain high after pregnancy, just like during pregnancy. And the reason for that is you need to you continue to need extra iron to replenish the, the iron in the blood that you may have lost during childbirth, whether you had a vaginal or a C section, as well as to, to supply your cells with the oxygen, the energy that they need, that's so important when caring for a newborn. And your iron stores are also really important as well to supply to your growing baby. So um, if you're breastfeeding for their proper development as well, and for their thyroid function, which for thyroid, thyroid is particularly involved in baby's immune system development and for healthy metabolism. So really important both for mom in the recovery and for baby's development as well.
2: So just remind us, what are the best dietary sources of iron? The best, a few
1: of the best sources are from red meat. So particularly liver is one of the top sources, the most absorbed source of iron in food. Um, But red meat, such as steak, uh, beef, clams, oysters, and green leafy vegetables like kale, spinach, and Swiss chard.
2: Now we should make a distinction between the type of iron that we get in plant foods from the type of iron that we're going to be getting from animal sources. So in animal sources, they
1: contain what's called
2: heme iron, and
1: the heme iron in animal foods is much more readily absorbed in our bodies. So the, non, the non-heme the non iron that is in plant sources, in those green leafy vegetables, is not absorbed quite as efficiently, so it's going to take a very large amount of these foods to meet your iron needs if you're not eating any animal proteins. So if you are a vegetarian, I would always recommend an iron supplement for this reason, in order
0: not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com. thgenerationcom
2: So uh, let's move on to the next nutrient, vitamin B12. Why does this one make your top five nutrients for postpartum moms? B12
1: is required for proper w- red blood cell development. So that basically means it helps, helps to send oxygen to our cells, kind of similar to iron in this way. It's involved in energy, energy production in our body. And perhaps its most important function is helping to form our DNA, which our DNA is our, basically our building blocks that help us to grow. So really important for baby's development, especially if you are breastfeeding. And then also, in particular, babies, there have been studies that have shown babies with inadequate B12 levels tend to be often more irritable and have a potentially increased risk for failure to thrive, developmental delays, and poor brain growth. Uh, And these symptoms of B12 deficiency in babies usually don't appear until around four to seven months of age, and they can potentially be irreversible in many cases. So B12, in particular, is very important for babies' development.
2: And this is another one, another nutrient that we're going to get primarily from animal foods, right?
1: Yeah. So the best sources of vitamin B12 are from clams, tuna, liver, again, beef, and salmon. It is in lesser amounts in some fortified foods, such as dairy and cereals, but you're going to get the most uh, amounts, the best sources from those animal products.
2: So this sounds like another nutrient that if you are a vegetarian, you probably want to consider a supplement. And if you're a strict vegan, you absolutely must consider a supplement. Yes, correct. Okay. So the first two nutrients we talked about were iron and B12. What's number three, Melissa? Yeah. So number three
1: is one of the omega-3 essential fats, and that's DHA. So these are the omega-3 fats that are, they're essentially, they're called essential because our body does not make enough of them naturally. So we need to have them in our diet. Infants of mothers with a high DHA concentration in their breast milk have been shown to have improved brain and vision development. Even if you're not breastfeeding, however, there still has been quite some research in the role of DHA in, in having an association with enhanced mental focus, reducing inflammation, and potentially an association with reducing the risk of postpartum depression.
2: Oh, that's so interesting because, you know, we are seeing some interesting connections between omega-3 fatty acids and depression in the general population. And it looks like that may also apply to postpartum depression. Fascinating. Right. Exactly. So tell us where we're going to be getting the best sources of DHA. Yeah. So the best sources of DHA
1: are from wild sockeye salmon, tuna, and sardines. Those are the three top sources are from fatty fish. And then also there is some that you can get also from grass fed beef, fortified eggs and dairy.
2: Now I know that um, DHA is often part of a prenatal vitamin for some of these same reasons, because it's so important to the baby's brain development and neural development. Is this something that maybe moms should continue with after they give birth?
1: Yes, absolutely. I always recommend at least taking at minimum 300 milligrams of DHA from a supplement in addition to um, any foods as well. If you are a vegetarian or vegan, then you can take that supplement in an algae-based form
2: and you can get your DHA that way. Rather than a fish oil supplement. Correct. Okay. Tell us now about Choline. This is a nutrient that we don't hear as much about. It's in the B vitamin family. Why is it so important after birth?
1: Yes, a lot of people may not have heard of choline, and choline is a nutrient that's very similar to folic acid or B vitamin, as you said, and it is very crucial for brain development. The needs for this nutrient increase both during pregnancy and are actually the highest than they ever are in breastfeeding moms. Choline is particularly important for infant memory and brain development. So again, if you are breastfeeding, very important for a baby's development.
2: Now I know that um, eggs and organ meats, again, with the liver, <laughs> are good sources of <laughs> choline, but it seems that this is a nutrient that is actually sort of difficult to get from dietary sources alone, especially at that higher requirement level uh, that we see for breastfeeding moms. So again, maybe this is a place where we might want to supplement.
1: Yes, correct. So eggs, as you said, eggs and organ meats like liver are really the top two sources in your diet from choline, but it still can become difficult to get enough in your diet. So there are supplements, choline supplements that you can um, meet your choline needs. And the recommendation is to have at least 550
2: milligrams of choline a day. During the entire time that you're breastfeeding? Yes. Okay. And that brings us to number five. I think this is going to be one that our moms might be surprised we didn't talk about before. And that is vitamin D. So vitamin D has a big role in the immune system. So helping with
1: improving mom's immune system and recovery after childbirth, and also for baby's immune system development, as well as brain and nervous system development. And also may potentially have an association with reducing your risk of postpartum depression. So the best dietary sources are fatty fish like salmon and tuna, liver, again, our favorite, (laughs) and also fortified dairy and orange juice, as well as egg yolks.
2: So there's a few foods that are coming up over and over again here. Eggs, uh, liver, and red meat, and fatty fish uh, are high in most of these top five nutrients.
1: Yes, absolutely. There's definitely a a pattern to follow and that's how I like to put it just to kind of simplify it.
2: Yeah. So these would be foods, just a a handful of foods really that would meet a lot of these needs for moms who do consume animal products. And for those who uh, do not consume animal products, then they're going to have to probably look to supplementation to make sure that these nutrient needs are met.
1: Correct. Yes. And and the good thing about it is if you do enjoy these types of foods, then they also are very filling foods. So it really helps with your energy level throughout the day as a new mom.
2: Sure. Sure. Melissa, this has been so helpful and so interesting. I want mean, to thank you so much for bringing your expertise and for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Tell our listeners where they can learn more about you and your nutrition programs for moms.
1: Sure. Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at mommy.nutritionist and on my website, www.melissamitri.com. And I share a lot of tips there. I blog regularly and I have a lot of great information for moms.
2: Super. And uh, listeners, you'll find links to Melissa's website and her Instagram feed in the show notes for today's episode, which are as always at quickanddirtytips.com. Our show was produced by Nathan Sems, edited by Karen Hertzberg. Michelle Margulis is our advertising manager. Morgan Ratner handles our audience development. Our marketing assistant is Emily Miller. And our intern is Michaela Prell. Thanks so much for listening.